We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the VolleyPod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good evening and welcome to the VolleyPod. How are you today, Todd? All good here, Davis. All good. Uh, you know, ready to jump into another week. And uh, the uh, season, the high school season goes fast. You know, we were talking to our players today and we turned the calendar over. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? So we have we have our calendar has two months on each side. Okay. So we have August and then September. Okay. And then we made the turn October, November. October, November. That means we're more than halfway done. Oh, and man. here we go. We're in the second round of league, going into playoffs and uh some big games coming up. It's big games, exciting. big games, exciting. Absolutely. So yeah. uh but hey, it goes fast. It does go Better fast. Better start having fun quick. <laughs> exactly. You gotta appreciate it while it happens. Yeah. That's no, it. Absolutely. So you're up on the skill. I'm up on the skill week. to start. This what one, you know I'm a title guy, so okay, yeah. this is player vision what you see is what you get <laughs> <laughs> i like the titles all the time I like all right nice so i have uh 11 in my little list today and we start okay. with serve receive okay and i've been into this videoing serve receive with all my serve receivers and clicking through the video looking at their movement what happens uh before the ball crosses the net and what does their movement look like okay and so i'm doing a bunch of clicking and we're i think we talked about this a little bit before can is the ball going high low left right okay and right. can their feet show me that what they're seeing there's a reaction to what they see i like that a lot and like so that. uh movement before the ball crosses the so are you finding that they are not moving soon enough in general? I'm finding my best passer is doing it way earlier. Wait, or your best passers are moving earlier? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And my best okay. passer is way better. Ah, okay. Showing those other players that, hey, this is what Anna looks like. Yes, okay. And can you be better at this? I like that. Okay. And so we have a model. That's a nice thing. We have yes, a model. That's good. And then uh, we can see it on video. Hey, this is high. This ball is going deep. It's hit hard. It's not hit, you know. And what are your feet doing? And we're all click, 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 click. Uh, Didn't do anything. The ball is now at the net. You can kind of tell in the video, right? Right. Okay. And now click, click, even two more clicks. You haven't moved at all. And now you're making this move and the ball was high and deep and you're making this kind of emergency move where the same ball we can watch anna she's step shuffle she's gotten her feet have hit three times she's covered like six seven feet mm -hmm. and 
this ball is passed or platforms out, it's an easy pass. I love that. And by the way, shout out Anna Balsden, one of our oh, favorites. What oh, a what a kid. What a year she's having for us. She's doing amazing. Oh, she and is just a great person. We too. just went into two person with her. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> just over the week. <laughs> I mean, awesome. in that she's tournament so against those good teams, we oh, went into wow. two person. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, those yeah. teams are they're tough. Yep. That's so awesome. uh, so anyway, that's cool. number one. Okay. Serve receive number two. Another serve receive, and uh, the idea of the calling short and deep. Okay. That is when we're training, kind of the dunning drill. Okay. Where if you're not passing, your eyes are still working, calling short deep. Oh, okay. Or calling left right if you want to do that, depending on what you want your servers doing. So. You might have a group of, let's say you have a group of six, two passers, two, you know, callers and two servers. I like And that. the callers are still, they're just looking at the server and they're not even looking at where the ball goes. They're just looking and calling, hey, what cues am I? And they're going, you know, short, deep, left, right. I like Whatever that. you want them to do. That's really cool. Okay. Uh, number three, blockers. Seems like an easy one, Davis, but I'm it's still not looking. Nothing's easy with yeah. blockers. <laughs> when to block and when to stay down. And I'm seeing these, you know, balls that, you know, we have these seniors that are still jumping when people are setting the ball over the net because they're ball watching. Mm -hmm. And we just haven't done a great job of training them to get their eyes onto the attacker, onto the next contact. So that's a simple one. And it's easy to practice. You know, you go, hey, and we have a coach doing it, take an approach. And don't jump and set it over or take an approach and jump and hit. I like and that. we tell our blockers, hey, you either block or you, you know, see her not jump and down, down, down. And then you move back and you're ready to play the free ball. That's cool. I like that one. Okay. Uh, we have actually four blocking. Uh, blocking. Uh, all of our middles in line when we're read blocking, calling outside or back. That's a cool. So yes. we've talked about this before too. So can we get extra reps by having those blockers who are on deck calling what they see? So critical too. It's it's more critical than the footwork. Oh, it's it's more important than footwork. Oh, and when you look and you see the difference between somebody that does it, and I mean I'm seeing balls that are like, you know, they're set, they're already more than halfway to the hitter before the blocker moves. Right. Yes. It's, so, yep. Uh, next one, uh, blockers during matches, sitting with a coach and calling out the same thing. I love that. And they sit with a coach and can they have, let's say you have, we have three middles right now. And so can we put two of them sandwiching our middles coach? And when the ball is passed, who's the earliest one that can call oh, where cool. the ball is going? <laughs> That's out cool. back quick i like it that's cool that's really <laughs> and so cool. they're just doing that all the time that's and so they're cool. starting to get their eyes working right you gotta do that we're, we're doing that. okay I like that. all right uh next one blockers all yelling tight okay. can blockers and i've noticed that college teams i hear this in like tight 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 tip 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 i mean yeah they're doing that they've been trained and i don't think our kids we've done a good enough job training them and when can they who's first one to see that the set is tight right and you mentioned this and i i've been looking at this a lot more the key read is the distance off the net depth of set the depth of depth the set. Of set is the key read and so right. I've been you know that, that on the beach more. right i do but i didn't notice you know and now i'm noticing a lot more and it's really it's really key yep. absolutely depth of set 
that's it. Uh, and then how about this one? This is a little more specific and it doesn't happen all the time, but middle blocker. So block the floor dump versus two hitters. So if you have your offense can mm. only floor dump or set outside, and now you have your middle has to go up and block uh, the floor dump. So your middle's eyes start to look for that. That's nice. Is that right? like this or that? Is that one of those? Kind of a this or that. Yeah, a it's a bit. this or that. Yeah, yep. I like that. that one. And, and so because how many, when you see the middle block the floor dump, you go, oh, that's a I savvy middle. Right? Yes. That's a savvy middle. <laughs> but you got to practice it. Absolutely. Right, you got to yes. practice it. So giving your middles practice on that and go, wait a minute, oh, that ball's traveling a little bit over her right shoulder. Yeah. I think it's going to be, she's going yes. to over on this one. Well, and if you swat that like one time, maybe they don't want to dump anymore. Yeah. Yep. And so I love that one. Yep. That's, that's great. Cool. Well, and, and the floor dump is something you're trying to fool the other team, right? Right. And when it's stopped by the blocker, it's like, no, you're not yeah. fooling us with that. <laughs> no one's fooled. Yeah. Right. Uh, defenders releasing on an off pass. And this is another one. Now we have depth of set. We talk about it, how they're important, but depth of pass is important. Yes. And when we have our base defense, a lot of times we have our players, you know, they're there at whatever their base is. Maybe, you know, you have them between 10 and 13 feet, something like that to protect, you know, for floor dumps, overpasses, quick attacks. Mm -hmm. But if the ball is not going to be hit in one of those three ways, then you probably want them deeper. You, you probably know. want them in a 20 foot area, right? Yes, yes. And so can they move on the pass, not on the set? Yes. And a lot of them, their clock is set, is set to just move when the ball is set. Right. And we want them to move as early as possible. So that's another one as far as reading. Yeah. Uh, defenders, once again, on the bench with a coach in a match calling angular line at the set apex. Oh, interesting. Right. That's a good one. I like that. That's super cool. You you can totally tell earlier if you know what to look at. Like way I earlier. can tell. Yes. I can tell. Way at earlier. least I can tell, I think, when the ball will be hit hard one of those directions. Yes. If the kid yes. makes an adjustment to hit some kind of wonky shot, but doesn't hit it hard, but I can go, hey, the ball is going to be struck hard line yes. or going to be hit hard angle. And they might twizzle a ball or do something else to hit it a different direction, but not hard. Right. That's a good point. Yes. So sure. uh, I think telling them that, hey, if a, if a kid makes an adjustment and doesn't hit it hard, that's different because we right. still think we're going to run that down. Right. Yeah. Right. Good point. Yes. Okay. Uh, next one. Attackers. What does the block look like? Is there a seam or no seam? And can you simulate that? Can you just leave a seam and go, hey, leave a seam here. Can the blocker see it and hit it or close it? And can the blocker say, oh, no, it was closed that time? I like that. And I was just going to say against our team, it, there's a seam. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying no to stop read, that. No read necessary. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, that's that's really good. And I like that. And then I think other scenarios you can set up for attackers. Hey, there's one swing blocker. And you tell that swing blocker, hey, go and block angle, go and block line. And can your attacker start to have a feel with, oh, I know where she's planning. She's blocking line on this. Or, hey, she's blocking angle on this where the plant is on the swing block. I like that. Okay. Let's say our right side going against a, a left side swing blocker, right? right. Let's say one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So we don't want to get blocked one-on-one, -on -one, right? Right. Uh, and then big blocker, small blocker. We talked about this too. And, and can you take, let's say, your libero and a coach 
And can you mix them up in all three different blocking positions? And can your hitters know what's going on and go, oh, I saw the little blocker I hit over. I like that one. That one's super fun too for them. Right. And then bonus. This is a new bonus. I had just, I thought of this when I was doing this. I really like it. We haven't tried it yet, but see what you think about this. Okay. This is the blind rotation check. And so when you're playing six on six with your team, and so every, you know, five minutes you blow the whistle. Let's say your team is serving. So whatever team is serving, you blow the whistle twice or three times. You go three whistles means you have to turn around and face away from the net. Okay. And then close your eyes. Okay. And then hold up your fingers. What rotation is the other team in? Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. Very cool. I really like that. That's awesome. So once again, are they tuned in? Are they looking to see what's happening? Do they know, hey, front row setter, back row setter. And hey, every rotation has some different, uh, you know, variables that are going to they're gonna give you some hints on what's going to happen. I like it. Right. That's awesome. That's super So that's cool. it. That's a great list. What you see is what you get. Player vision. And I think we, I think there's no setter stuff here. Yes. I think you need to do a setter one. Yes, setter I vision. I love it. Setter okay. vision is Next so time, key. You got to yep. do it. It's on. It's All on. right. What do you have for scenario? Okay, so for this scenario, I am on a scenario that I, I'm sure has happened to, to everyone if you've coached long enough. It's when you're playing a team that has beaten you before and you need to beat them now. Ooh, I like it. Right. And you've had a bunch of these great battles you know with parker and oh yeah well East in our Lake league that's the way it is league, you know it yes. comes down every year to a couple of the best teams that you have to play the second time so all right so i'm, I, I'm uh, into, i need this one so okay so the first point is can you convey confidence through your work and by that i mean we're going to keep going whether we win or lose the first loss didn't define us the, the second win or the first win however you want to look at it won't define us either so our confidence doesn't come from winning or losing we our confidence comes from our work and when when that when you put your emphasis on that a loss doesn't discourage you as much because it's not going to it's not going to take you down a pin Right. Well, hey, the loss is like, hey, oh, we learned so much. Yes. Oh, and it's going to be so fun and the pressure's on them now. Absolutely. Yes. And so, yeah, can you stay confident even in losses? Right. Hey, there was a lot of good things that happened out there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, next. And I'm talking that you're playing this this team now. You're you're playing them the second time. Right. I don't think you overcoach them. Right. I don't think they're... like I think the the natural thing is we lost. We got to make all these adjustments in able in order to right. be able to beat them. And I don't think that's typically the case. I think you want, might want to pick one or two things with a couple of wrinkles off of off of those. And they got to be the right things though. Well, I think that's the key. And and I, I'm always a guy who is a big fan of priorities. Yes. Like, hey, what is most important? And what you choose right? You can't choose a lot of things. I think you're absolutely right. But being very deliberate in how you make those choices on, okay, what is really going to impact winning and losing? And you know, what I think a lot of times now is left side attacking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just looking at, hey, what, did our lefts make good decisions? Good and point. if we make better decisions, given the block and the defense of this team and we help them to make better decisions that is going to impact us 
as much as probably any. I mean, I'm just saying with, I mean, it doesn't even matter who the team is. You right. know? I mean, yeah. I'm just kind of looking at that one variable going, I got to be better coaching that variable. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, it always goes back to serve and pass too, right? Right. So, I mean, if, if you're going to do one thing and sometimes you can't fix quote unquote, your serve and pass, um, right then you can't be yep. like, I'm just, and especially if it's in a tournament or something, be like, we're just going to go out and pass a lot better. I mean, but you can give them a couple things and maybe it's something like they were doing the same style of serving. All well, the time. and I think that sometimes, uh, you know, Hey, they have one or two good servers. Yes. And you say, Key Hey, on those guys. this is a server that's serving, you know, 40 miles an hour. We're going to go into four person and we're going to pass high enough in that. Yep. And yeah. if we don't get aced, we're happy. Absolutely. And we got to get in rallies. We're not going to give them any freebies on those. And that's going to make a difference. Absolutely. Those two servers or whatever it is. Yeah. Or like for us, it was, uh, they're serving deep, hard floats and we're going to, we, we always start, you know, relatively neutral, like, and, but they were never serving short. Yep. So can we just go back? And if we get beat short twice, we'll, we'll think about adjusting. Right. So that was one of the little things we did this, this weekend, but, but yeah, can you just make one or two little adjustments? Third, Remember that volleyball is crazy and that sometimes you just lose. <laughs> right. Sometimes I mean, I'm looking, we had a five hour drive home, you know, I'm thinking of every little thing we can, we can do. But I mean, our kids said it today. It was just so funny. She's like, I was like, what was the big change between the second match and the first match? And she's like, you know, we just played better. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened, you know? And, but, but that's true. I mean, maybe the team was low on energy and maybe we could work on some nutrition stuff. But, but if they're fueled up and they're fired up and they're ready to go and we get beat, hey, we get beat. And well, and hey, every team is going, sometimes you're going to play a little better than you normally play. Sometimes yes. you're going to play a little worse than you normally play. Right. Exactly. And sometimes you're going to play about the way you normally play. <laughs> right. And uh, it'd be great if you could choose those times to say, well, we want to be our best when we play these teams. <laughs> right. But it doesn't always happen that way. No. And when it doesn't, you can't you, you can't be too too bent out of shape about it because you got to bounce back for your team. Well, and hey, I see all these college matches now. And some of oh, these yeah. leagues, they're playing back-to-backs. Which is you crazy. See them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so they're splitting a bunch. It's, yeah, absolutely. So you see these teams, they're ranked like 30th and 60th in the nation, and they're yeah. playing each other, and one of them wins on Friday and one of them wins on Saturday. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough. There's a lot of good volleyball players out there. Absolutely. So so let's get into a little bit of the, the how. Like, how can you beat this team? Um, now we have a little bit of the philosophy out of the way. So you're playing them again. You've seen them now. There's some things that you can do, and I think so many teams just stay – Pat and one uh, and, and they just stand with the same setup and expect to play right, better. Right. And, and well, them. and you can right. And I, I think that that idea that, oh, we just played poorly. We're going to play better. There's something to be said for that. But having a plan and saying, hey, we make a couple little adjustments and it's going to be that's a right. difference. So Absolutely. I think psychologically that's big. Absolutely. And so can you not allow them to beat you in the same way? That's that. That is my big thing. If they beat you, what they're gonna do is they're gonna do the same thing because it yep. worked, right? Yep. And so I'm not gonna let them do the same thing as right. to the extent that I can. So what we did, we, we we're typically in rotational. They were hitting a bunch of balls line hard and um, and some high line and stuff like that. So we just we're in perimeter. We're not a perimeter team, quote unquote, but we went into perimeter. So can, here's some things you can do. 
you can switch the lineup. And by switch the lineup, obviously you could make subs and stuff like that. But sometimes that's putting in weaker players for stronger players. So some easy things to do are to dial the lineup for better matchups. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, right? It's pretty easy. And I don't see teams doing it, really. I mean, I see teams staying in one or two pretty much all the time. And we're starting in four, five, and six with our smallest blockers. We're starting in five most of the time because four is our weakest rotation. But with our smallest blockers in the game. And um, we did that because that's how we're the best. Meaning, I don't know if we, statistically that's how it works, but we were winning more games with that happening. So it was happening. So then you could also flip players. Like you flip your outside one to outside two. Sometimes that makes a uh, a difference. You can get some better matchups. And can you maximize your reserves roles? So by maximize, I don't mean maybe they necessarily play six rotations, but I do mean maybe... They go in and you're like, you're going to be key in this. Can you go and serve so-and-so? And you just make their role matter. Can you can you have a server who's just a server get you three points every time she comes in or two points every time she goes in? Or if it's a you know a blocking sub, can you get them to get a block or whatever it is? Can right. you maximize those? Next, switch up your defensive scheme. It could be your blocking, could be your back row. I mean, some little things, like you said, can make a big difference. Sometimes leaving Well, we'll people, do stuff like... We won't block kids. Yes, I was, yes that's what I was going to say. <laughs> just leave them. Right, you know, leave, leave them. them. And if, hey, if they get a kill, they get a kill. But right. we're not going to have that kid. We're not going to try to block her and then not block their best player. Yes, and I, I got a really short little excerpt on this. So my teams would always say, well, we can't not block her. She's going to hit it so hard. And then we all went to a USD game. And this was Brent was coaching there with Jen. And he, these they would peel when it was five feet off and, and they're looking back. Right. And kind of beach like, and these girls are hammering balls. I mean, it's D one West coast conference. And so my thing is like, and they saw that. So it's like, it doesn't really have to do with whether they could hammer or not. It has to do with who can hammer more. Right. We got to get in front of the kids that can score on us yep. and leave the kids that can't, Yep. you know, and defensively you have this scheme, but if you just got beat using your scheme, what can you do to, what did they do to beat that scheme, right? Were you in the right spots and not making digs or were you just not in the right spots to be making digs, right? And so let's get in the right spots to at least make some digs. How did they attack, right? So we need to be aware of that. Um, I always say this one when we lose. I always say we want to play more aggressive defense, you know, and to me, aggressive defense is a strong read and a strong response. And both of those two, together right a lot of times we'll get good reads and then we'll kind of make people moves or a strong read and uh, you know what i mean vice versa i guess is what i mean and we can always be more aggressive right i I just believe that where you stand and how you respond and um and then same thing with blocking you know like my team we just never net and i'm like can we just net once and get a block like (laughs) (laughs) let's block a ball this this game and, and take a net and We'll call it even and it'll be great. Um, and then switch up your offensive scheme, obviously. So we need to run more X. You know, a lot of times when you lose, you, you have a tendency to think, oh, well, these are all these nothing worked. Nothing yeah. worked. We just got hammered. And it's like, no, like your, your middle, your middle two hit, you know, 300 or your right side, hit, you know, a good number. Let's get them the ball more. See what happens. You know, um, can you serve better, tougher or differently? Right. A lot of times people think it means serving faster, 
we know it just means maybe serve differently. Like we ended up having to serve the libero a couple times uh, in a couple matches. I mean, because they were the worst passer, and yep. I'm like, you know, let's just do it. Why not? Um, and this the, this next one goes to the the one you were saying: be smarter and more aggressive, right? Both at the same time. Okay, if you're not scoring enough points, you're going to have to be both of those. I think smart with your. Uh, I mean, aggressive with your approach, smart with and tactical where you take the ball to. And if you can do both of those things, that typically helps a lot. Um, I really feel that yellow light, meaning the, the ball, like the kill set is obvious. The just get it in is typically obvious. I really feel that matches and games are won or lost on the yellow light scenarios. Okay. Where, you know, what should I do with this ball? Yep. Right. How can I do something making. good? Yes. Some decision making, right? Next, can you keep pressure on the other team by getting swings? A lot of times, if you're not getting swings, they're going to swing on you, and it's just the way it is, right? So you need to keep pressure on them. So can we be a little bit smarter about getting our ball to the hitters um, out of system? Can we just put them in good position to still swing and keep some pressure on them, even if even though it's not optimal pressure, right? It's still good. And uh, we have this idea that digs are not digs unless you can set them. <laughs> right right you didn't dig it if if you just got it up somewhere it's not a dig um and then either relax or pump up and this kind of goes back to what we were talking i think last week about mary joe and either having a tactical or emotional timeout um and it was basically you know you may need them to relax a little bit that's a big max it made me relax you're great at this i always see you you know just clapping it up keeping them calm their teams are just in a really good mode all the time it seems like so um do they need to fall back on their routines or do they need a break from the monotony so sometimes if they need a little break from the monotony it can change some of the dynamic and then they feel a little energized right yeah i like the idea of humor sometimes you know it's like hey can you say something that you know uh you know gets them kind of out of the uh, competitive moment and gets them laughing at something. Like if somebody yes. makes a stupid play or something yeah. and you can, Oh, such and such thought this in this play, <laughs> look what happened, you know? And so yes. it's, uh, you know, getting them out of, Oh, we got a shot out. Right. 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 Get them less frantic, a little right. humor. I love that. And then finally, can you just maintain and I maintain is underlined a high level of effort and teamwork. If you want to beat a good team that's already beat you, you got to stay locked in with your effort. The effort can't waver. Your teamwork can't waver because the volleyball skill might because the team is pretty good if they've beat you already. Yep. So those are that's my list. I like it. Good stuff. Absolutely. So hope you guys well win done. Some games. Yeah. And this is up to you now for the videos. Videos. Okay. Well, we have uh, three vision videos. The first one, Mike Seeley. And this is an under over. So should you dig the ball with platform or over your head? Okay. And are there certain situations where your hand should be higher or your hand should be lower depending on what you see? Okay. Okay. So, you know, wing attackers with, let's say, a middle, an undersized middle that hits hard. If you don't get depth, you might keep your hands pretty high because you know, hey, they're not going to put the ball down in front of you. Whereas some other attackers who are skywalkers and don't hit the ball too hard, you might want to keep your hands low because that ball can come at some uh, radical angles, angles down yeah. low because they're going over our huge block. 
<laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, next one. You'll like this one is Jim Stone with Morgan Hentz. Oh, nice. And this is called Vision Impacting Defense. And he has some oh, video man. and slow-mo. And he shows Morgan reading this and watching the pass and seeing the middle attacker and making the move. And nice. Scooping this middle attacker. It yes. just makes it look so easy. <laughs> It's not, but I, but she does it right. That's for sure. And the last one is one we actually talked about a little bit with the serve receive read. Okay. And this is the John Dunning, and he taught me this one that you have players watching the server. That's all they're doing is designated readers. They're watching the server and practicing picking up those visual cues from the server. I love it. I love it. Three good ones. Those are super good. All right. What do you got for the resource? All right. The resource is an interesting one. And I know you like quotes. So this is right up your alley. Okay. This is the 100 best sports quotes of all time. Ooh. And uh, it will be in the show notes. All right. You got a couple favorites? I do have some favorites. I'll tell you what I what we had because I had our quote today. Okay, what'd you guys have? So uh, while you're finding yes. that one, oh. my quote today was uh, "White belt mindset, black belt skill set." Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. I really like that one. And that second half of the season, we're trying to keep those kids like hungry and mindset. Can we still get better in that yes. second half? So I what do you like got there? That. Okay, and my dad actually uh misquoted this one to me a long time ago and now i know it's vince lombardi okay winning isn't everything but wanting to win is okay i really like that my dad said winning is everything and he says (laughs) don't listen to vince lombardi and now i know wanting to win is what it's all about so all right that's a great episode little vince lombardi there's so many more you got tommy lasorda muhammad ali i mean the list goes on i love it great i'm a cool guy well once again Feel free to check us out on Instagram at aoc.thevolleypod and on Twitter at thevolleypod. And uh, once again, thank you so much, Todd. Super fun. Well done, my friends. Thank you. Take care. Bye.